Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning once again. Um, good morning. Happy Wednesday. And um, I just want to use medium to say um, welcome to the month of June. It's my pleasure and um, to see you all. And, you know, just like um, Monday, um, that I was talking about, um, you know, that we are getting approaching the second quarter of the year. And trust me, this is the time for us to get on our news. This is the time for us to reevaluate a lot of things. It's not the time for you to push blame on who or whatever happened or what didn't happen. But the most important thing is reevaluating yourself now. Today is Wednesday and um, Part of the thing we do every Wednesday is to uh, talk scripture and also to see how we can you know, grow in our spiritual mind. And the thing is, it's very important, you know, as children of God, it's very important as daughters and sons of the Most High God to understand, you know, our stance. Um, every year, this there's always a time you know see i was talking about uh, the children of isaka on my previous previous podcast where i said these people understood the time and season they really they understand their position they understand when to strike they understand when to retrieve they understand when to to, to you know to re-strategize they understand when so the, these people were not more of they were no more of the numbers they were no more of um, um the, the the, 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 the crowd what matters to them is the ability for them to you know to understand that time and season they have trust me this period we have is a very critical season and the only way for you to prevail but the only way for you to take charge of your life and your destiny is for your ability to 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 to, to understanding the times and seasons you have is your ability to understanding the relevance of whatever position you find yourself it's not the best time it's not the best time now to start putting blame on who or what or whosoever it's not the best time to talk about um how god didn't help you how your parent didn't help you how your friend didn't come to your rescue it's the time now for you to reevaluate your life what have i done what are the mistakes that i've done we've all done mistakes we've all learned a whole lot we've all learned and some of the challenges is as a result of because we, you know, we take everything on and let. Sometimes we, we, you know, we. The thing is, you know, when the Bible said, "Place the vision, place it down, write your vision down, make it plain," that whosoever sees it will run with it. It means that the vision is your guide to your destiny. It's your guide to. It's a map. It's a road map. Now, whenever you wake up, you look at the vision. So I know, I know, a lot of us has placed down the vision according to the book of Habakkuk, chapter two. There's one to two. I know a lot of us have, um, you know, have written down our visions, what we want to achieve, how we want to see ourselves this year. This is the best time for you to go back to the drawing board. Take out the months, this month of June. Reevaluate every single in your finances. Have you gone spiritual growth? What is your your your, your growth level? Can you measure it? These are things you need to start thinking about. How can you evaluate these things? It does not matter the position you have. It does not matter how 
wherever you are does not matter what matter is your ability to go back to the drawing board of your life to reevaluate your life because the bible said he said jesus jesus said is the vine and he we are the branches now without him we can do we need to reevaluate ourselves and go back to the drawing board and retrace our life retrace our steps back why have i not achieved this what is the problem what am i doing wrong the thing is don't blame yourself because you didn't achieve what you achieved trust me yes you, you're going to make so many mistakes i have made mistakes but the, the ability for you to go back and learn from those mistakes is what makes you the person you are today sometimes we don't want to learn from our mistakes and that is a problem sometimes we don't want to learn sometimes we just feel we don't you know we, we just feel um that we we, we 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 are lost so you need to go back to that drawing board of your life this is a critical period we're in a season where a lot of things happen going to the north going to the east a lot of things is happening so you need to understand the times and season you need to if you've not placed your vision on papers go back to that board write your vision place it down that people whosoever see it will run with it it's not too late to achieve your professional goals that you set it's not too late to achieve them the skills that you want to learn it's not too late to achieve them the bible says in the book of it with god all things are possible he said with god i can do all things that should be your mandate that should be something that you speak you wake up in the morning you tell yourself i can do all things through christ that strengthens me i can do all things it does not matter the circumstances of your life it does not matter the place you find yourself it does not matter how far you've gone it does not matter whatever report that people have said or laid down in your life but what matter is what you believe what matter is your decision what matter is how you see yourself that will determine how far you're going to go in life so you need to understand your mandate you need to understand your purpose you need to understand the efficacy of what you carry the authority you have inside of you the bible said that inside of you you have the authority the mandate to transform your life you just need to trust in god trust me Go back to that drawing board. Reevaluate your life. Checkmate it. What have I done wrong? Where have I gotten it wrong? You need to go back to that board. It's not about it's not about the mistakes you've made. It's not even about making mistakes. It's your ability to learn from those mistakes. It's your ability for you to figure out those mistakes and learn from them. Those are ways for you to understand that yeah, you're growing. Mistakes are, see, we are going to do mistakes. We are going to have time where we make mistakes. But your ability to learn from those mistakes is what makes you outstanding. So you need to go back and trace back your source. When the Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches, what is he trying to tell us? That he is the source. He is the source. So when you disconnect yourself from the source, you have nothing. You can do nothing. A tree. A branch that disconnects itself from the source cannot, cannot what, cannot access the nutrients that he, that that branch needs to, to to sustain itself. So we need God, we need Jesus to sustain our life. So go back your life. How far have you gone with Christ? How far have you gone in Christ? Can you reevaluate yourself? This is not the best time to blame the economy. It's not the best time to blame Nigeria. It's not the best time. There are people who despite these old conditions people are still making progress 
you don't have two heads or three heads but you need to understand your, your rights as a, as a believer in Christ Jesus you need to understand your authority as a believer in Christ Jesus because those are things that gives you access to, 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 to doing exploits for God we need to understand this is not the best time this is the time for us to go down on our knees seek for the help of the Holy Spirit the Bible said I will send for the comforter which is the Holy Spirit he said he will guide you he's the spirit of truth he will guide you in all things he didn't say a few things he didn't say little things he said all things he's going to guide you he's going to direct your path we need God we need the Holy Spirit in our life we need to go back we need to kneel down and say Father please if I've disconnected myself from the spirit of truth Father reconnects me back is our source without the Holy Spirit we can't yes we can't we need a source we need the Spirit of God to guide us this is this is this is this is the last phase of, of the of, of 2021 we are entering the second phase what speed are you going it does not matter the Bible said the swift is not for the, the race is not for the swift it's not it's not how far you've got you can recover all David ran he came back and discovered that he has lost that, 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 that his properties, his wives, a lot, you know, his asset was taken. He asked God, why do you think David could go back and tell God, God, should I push you? Because he understands the efficacy of the source. He believes, he knows the source that governs his life. The question is, what source governs your life? He knows the source that governs his life. And he asks, if I push you, will I overtake? Say go ahead. You will. You don't just. You won't just go only overtake, or you're going to recover more. And not single thing you will. So it does not matter if from January to June, whatever thing you've lost, you need to go back to the source. Because do you know one thing? You're going to take this second quarter will be an accelerating, an accelerating move. You're going to move and take, and you're not going to go over, you know, overtake, but you're going to recover. You need to go back to the source of your life. Reevaluate your life, reevaluate it, and ask God, Holy Spirit, guide me. This is the spirit of truth. The Bible said He will teach you all things, all things. He will open your eyes to the truth of the kingdom. That He will teach you all things, all things. He will teach you all things. That God help us, because we can't move without the Holy Spirit. We can't move without understanding the source. David could have gone and, and, and probably died in the process of pursuing. David could have gone and at the end could not recover home. But because he understands the source of his life, he understands where he stands. And he asked God, if I pursue, will I overtake? And God said, you don't just only overtake, you're going to recover home. So I'm telling you, your standing God is not just going to give you victory, but you are going to recover. In the second quarter of this year, you are going to pursue and recover all. It does not matter whatever situations you find yourself. It does not matter the, 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 the coverings that have governed your life. What matters is your belief in Christ Jesus. It's your ability to accept Him. The ability to give Jesus you know, your life. The ability to to tell God, Father, take all of me. Help me to recover all. Help me. 
that God opened our eyes to his revelation of his word. That the second quarter that Father helped me. For most of us who are still dangling, still, still, still not sure about our, our, our life, still not sure where we stand, you need to go back and ask God for please help me. Have mercy on me. That let your mercy prevail. That let your mercy prevail. Have mercy upon me, Lord Jesus. Because through your mercy, through your mercy, I'm saved. Through your mercy, I can recover all and overtake. That God help me. Help me, Lord. And show me your mightiness. In this second quarter that He helped me, we need to go back, learn, and ask God for help. If you think you can do all things yourself, you lie, you end up failing. You need God. We all need Jesus. I need Jesus. In a few minutes, ask God for help. That Father help me. Help me, Lord, to be like you. Help me, Lord, to recover all. Help me, Lord. Guide me. You said in your word, it's not, you said you send the comfort that which you send. Help me. Reconnect me to the Holy Spirit. Let not the Spirit of God depart from me. We know what happened when the Spirit of God departed from Saul. We know what happened to him. That call, let not your spirit depart. That be my socks. You are my socks of living. You are my socks. That be socks of my life. Father, please help me not for me not to disconnect myself from the soul. Reconnect me, Lord Jesus Christ. Help me, Jesus Christ. Father, help me, Lord. Ragoda babam bere hukumahaliaros. Elegabam behekabaros. Ubahaliamanos. Father, help us not to be like you. Show us your grace and your mightiness. Reveal your strong self. Show us your identity. Help us to be like you. Give us the grace. Give us the revelations of your word. That we may understand your purpose upon our lives, Lord. That you open our eyes, Lord, to the revelations of your word. Give us, Lord, give us the grace as you penetrate, as we have entered, as we are planning to enter the second quarter of the year. That way we don't want to run the race on our own understanding. Help us, O oh Lord, to run right. Give us the grace, O oh Lord, to recover home. In the name of Jesus. Rabande kotosali kabam rehinda kuba hagaba radosa hakia manani mahakimbaro sukos habambe reisa bandere nukuali hamba rambeke sukuba radis in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much. Thank you, Heavenly Father, because we know we are going to recover. We know we are going to pursue and overtake. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for insight. Thank you for the revelation of your word. Daddy, oh Lord, help us to be like you. Give us the grace to walk in the path of truth in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, King of Glory, for in Jesus' mighty name. So thank you once again. Thank you so much for joining in today's podcast. And um, don't please don't forget, trust in God. Trust in every process. Trust in the Holy Spirit. If you've not written your vision down, please go back to that drawing board of your life. Write it down. Place it on top tables. Because see, it's just like having a template and showing God that God, this is my plan. Help me. You need to give God a template to work with. Not that God does not know what He should do for you in your life. But you need to let God know that God, these are my plans. Help me. 
help me so that God will be able to direct every step. We need to learn to we need to learn to have that father to father conversation with God. It's not scary, it's not a scary God, it's not a scary being that will be scared of. It's somebody we should have heart to heart conversation. Tell him your plans. Let your plan be known unto him. Tell him your plans. Ask him for help. Ask him for help. He said, ask anything in my name and I will do it. This is promises. How many of us we are too? How many of us keep high? Ask anything. This is he has given us a way to ask. So please let's 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 try as much as possible to um to please share and also invite our friends, our families, our loved ones, and also our enemy, please. And feedback is very key. Please ensure that um whatever things that you want to discuss, whatever thing you want to share, please reach out to me and God bless you. Please and please make your vision clear and plain. Places on top the on, on tables that whosoever sees it will run with you. And I pray Almighty God will help us. We open our eyes to the revelation of His word. And we enlighten us. We give us the grace to be like Him. We give us the grace to walk in the path of truth. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Do have a great day and God bless you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, good morning once again. I trust we all had a great night rest. Um, I had one, my night rest was good. Um, firstly, I really want to apologize for um, taking the whole long uh, break of this whole post- podcasting thing. Um, aside that, um, I've also not been sharing um, you know, things on the spiritual growth that I should, and I'm really sorry about that. Um, a lot of things literally has been ongoing. A lot of build-ups you know, has been going under the hood. Uh, Oh yeah, I'm grateful to God that yeah, I'm back, I'm better, I'm strong. Um, so this morning is just a way to um, encourage us once again um, in this, through the scripture, scripturally, um, you know. And there's something I was reading this morning uh, in Romans 8, um, verse 11, 12, and 13 to 14. Romans 8, 11, 12, 13 to 14. Um, and I'm going to read from the NLT version. It said, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the death lives in you. And just as God raised Christ from the dead, He will give you, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. He said, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the death lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, it will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you. He said, verse 12 said, He said, Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by it detects you, you will die. But if through the power of the spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. Praise the Lord. Um, you know, this scripture brought a whole lot of thinking, a lot of um, thinking in the process because this gave me um, an understanding of that for us to live, for us to live the life of purity, for us to live the life of truth, for us to live the life of light, we must what live in what in in in, in spirit. Because he said what? It is the same spirit that brought Jesus from death. 
that the same spirit will quicken our mortal bodies it will, it will give us life now, you know what it means when your, your mortal body is quickened it gives you life the spirit of god gives you light it gives you utterances it gives you directions it gives it orders your steps it orders you it aligns you to your will to the, to the will of god upon your life and that's one of the beautiful things about the spirit of god it quickens your mortal bodies so it also helps you to 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 stay alignment and not you know and not um, shift away from the, the, the plan and purpose of God in your life. So what am I trying to say this morning is that you have all it takes to define the nature of whosoever you're going to be or whatsoever kind of life you're going to live and that's dependent on the thing you carry. So what that, what does that mean is you're, you're dependent or your, 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 your ability to live a life of purity, to live a life of purpose, to live a life of um, of of sin, you know, a life that that define God in you is dependent on the spirit that operates inside of your life. So the spirit that operates in you will determine if the, 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 the spirit that lives or resides in you, you know, we define what sort of um, life you're living. Are you living a life of sin? Are you living a life that is not in alignment with the word of God? Are you living a life that is that is you know that is that's, that is taking you away from the presence of God? So these are key things we need to learn. This is just more of encouragement. The Bible says, "For all I have seen and come short of the glory of God." We need God in our lives, no matter how far we go, no matter where we are currently, no matter the circumstances, no matter the situation. We need God. We need to keep asking God to break us. We need to ask God to 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 eliminate everything, every debris, every obstacles, everything that is glorifying Himself. You know, anything that is glorifying Himself against the will of God, and God should take it away, because the only way for us to access the dynamics of God, to access the things of the Spirit. It's our dwelling. It's our ability to understand and ask God and Father, let your spirit. David said something. He said, well, take not the Holy Spirit for me. In the psalm, he said, take not. Because I could believe that David could understand what it means. He understand that without the spirit of God, there won't be peace. Without the spirit of God, he won't have alignment and direction in his life. So, the, the, the spirit of God gives you all transit. It, it quickens your mortal bodies. It enables you. It gives you, the, it gives you the, the power, it gives you the, the energy, it gives you the drive you need to run your day-to-day -day activities. It helps you, it aligns you, it positions you to things you know, that matters. It aligns your will and your purpose. So we need it. We need the Spirit of God in our lives. We need the Spirit of God in our lives to guide us. That's what the Bible said when Jesus was living. He said, Lord, I will live and I will send forth the Comforter. I will send forth the Holy Spirit, which is the Spirit of Truth, that He will teach you all things, that all things you don't know, things you never understand, things you think you do, is going to come and teach you all things. It's going to teach you all things, that all things is going to teach you. So we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. He said, "What well, that same Spirit that what that, that that raised Jesus from the dead, we we quicken, we hasten your word, your mother bodies, by the same Spirit living with you. So the Spirit that lives in you is the same Spirit that that what that brought Jesus out of the from the dead. So that same Spirit resides in you. That same Spirit resides inside, is inside of you. 
say, therefore, brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful natures. We are living in a world. Look at the world today. There's a whole lot of chaos. There's a whole lot of um, things happening in our life today, in, in today's world. But we should try because one of the things, the, the thing that the Spirit of God does to us, it, it, it helps us, it protects us, it's like a coverage, like an umbrella. That's what the Bible says in the book of Proverbs 18, they say the name of the Lord, what is a strong tower, the righteous one to eat and you're saved. You run into the name, you run into, into it and what you're saved, the Spirit of God aligns you, it protects you, it guides you, it directs you, it aligns you so that you won't be able to what, live in your sinful nature. The word is sinful, but the ability for you to live, you know, to, to, to abstract yourself, to, to distance yourself from the sinful nature that we are living, the word itself, is the ability of you, you know, allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. We need to allow God, you know, get access in our lives. And that is when we will start having, you know, the, the opportunity to live the life of purpose, to live, to live the life of alignment and, 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 and our purpose. So it's very, very important that we allow God to, you know, the Holy Spirit to direct our path. You're living whatever situations you are, allow the Holy Spirit to guide you, to, you know, to, to be there to lead you. The same Spirit that quickens, that woke Jesus, that brought Jesus out of, you know, from life, from, from death. The same Spirit resides inside of you. The same Spirit resides inside of you. The same Spirit resides inside of you. It's not about, it's, it's a time where we need to try as much as possible to please ask God for help. Because a lot of things is moving as fast as possible. The world is moving. Yesterday is gone, today you are living in today. It's moving, a lot of things is moving. It's moving. We need to ask God, please help us. Because until we start asking God for directions and help, our life will never move the way we want it to move. It's not about what your friend is doing. It's not about how much your friend has acquired. It's not about what you're seeing on social media. It's not about what the, uh, the, the, the media you know, prints out or paints out to us. It's about what you believe in you. It's about, what, how, it's about how you see yourself and how God sees you. So before God sees you, yes, God has seen you, but how do you see yourself with determine how God sees you? God is a merciful Father. He's all-knowing. He knows what you want. He told Jeremiah, before you were formed out of your mother's womb, I know you, I know what you're going to do. The same way God is telling you that before you were formed in your mother's womb, that I know you, I know what you're going to do. I know that, that path you're going to take. And the only way, because God does not have an ending, is the beginning and the end. It's the beginning and the end. Is the Alpha, the Omega, the all-knowing God. He has no ending. He's living in infinity. He has no end. So he knows from the beginning. He designed. He orchestrated and designed the universe. He knows whatever is going to happen. He knows how your life is going to be. He knows where you're going to take, what steps you're going to take, what mistakes you're going to make. That's why we need the Holy Spirit to guide us. Because the Bible says it's the spirit of truth. That he will guide us in all things. He will align our pact. He will help us to, to, to walk in purity. He will help us to, to, to walk in the plans and purpose of God in our lives. The Holy Spirit is there to guide. The Holy Spirit was there. He's there to guide. He's in you. He's within you. He's within you. He's within you. The same Spirit that woke, that brought Jesus out of life, that brought Jesus from the dead, that that same Spirit resides inside of you. It's inside. It's inside of you. It's 
inside of you. So we need to allow the Holy Spirit to guide us. The Holy Spirit needs it like there's a way it is like it's just like you can only you can allow something to happen to you when you give them access to your life. And the question is, how are you giving the Holy Spirit access? Did you give him access to your life? Because you can't you can give access to people that you want to give access to in your life. You can decide not to give access to people in your life. You can decide to do this way or do that way. You can decide to block everybody from entering your life, from entering every private aspect of your life. It's possible. So the same way, the Holy Spirit don't just go and you know do things because yes, I'm the Holy Spirit. He needs your directions. He needs your. He needs your. He needs your. He needs you to 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 to, to give him the access. He needs you. He's there to help us. He's not going anywhere. He's so close to us that we can imagine. He's always there. But what access are we giving to the Holy Spirit? What access are we giving to Him? How often do we take our time? Do we spend our time to understand the voice of the Holy Spirit? How often? Because the Holy Spirit is always there speaking, talking to us, trying to align us to the will of the Father. But how, 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 you know, often do we spend in our secret place? The Bible says in the book of, he said the word, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. That when you dwell in the secret place, you abide under the shadows of the Almighty. How are you, you know, dwelling in a secret place? How are you dwelling in the secret place, creating, creating an opportunity, an environment where you dwell in the secret place of the Most High God, where you have the time to fellowship, where you have time to communicate, where you have time to give access to the Holy Spirit, to come into your life, to help you and direct you, to realign your path, to align you to the will of the Father. The, the, the Holy Spirit helps us. It gives us utterances. It quickens our mortal bodies. It breaks everything that is not of God in our lives. It eliminates everything that is not of God in our lives. It helps you. It directs you. It gives you the right information. It builds you hope. The Holy Spirit is there to help us. But how often do we spend time with Him? How often you can give people access to your life? The Holy Spirit don't just come and, you know, and say, because I am the Holy Spirit, of course, let me just, you must do this. No. He needs you to just press that button and say, yes, go ahead. Then he goes ahead. I just pray God Almighty will help us to please, because we need him in this world. This, this sinful world, a lot of things is moving. We need God. We need Jesus. We need the Holy Spirit to help us. He said, I'll go forward and send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of Truth, that He will teach you all things, all things. He will teach you all things. The Holy Spirit reside in you. That's the Spirit that rose, that brought Jesus from the dead, that brought Him alive. That same Spirit is inside of you. It's living inside of you. That that Spirit will quicken your mortal bodies. That God help us. Holy Spirit, I ask for your help, Lord, this morning. Please, we ask, Father, that not only do you come into our life, that you align our paths and our thought patterns, that you help us, O oh Lord, to walk in purity in you, that you help us, O oh Lord, to walk in the revelations of your word. The Bible said in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 17, it said, Lord, that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that Father, help us, O oh Lord. 
open our eyes to the revelations of your word give us the grace to be like you give us the grace to walk in the paths of the deep give us the grace lord take us oh lord to the to, to the ways of the haitians help us lord to to master the ways of the deep help us father to understand your path to understand you father help us lord holy spirit we hang so lord you don't only just come into our life you have full access full control full permissions into our lives we ask oh lord you align us lord help us oh lord give us the grace to walk in purity in you lord the world is sinful. A lot of things is happening. Life is moving as fast as possible. But what will determine our growth in our lives, that will determine our alignment with God, is how much of the Holy Spirit we have in us. How much of it? How much of Him we have? How close we are to Him? How committed we are to fellowship in His presence? Because it's a spirit that quickens our mortal bodies. That same spirit resides inside of us. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead resides inside of us. The spirit of God that will give us utterances, that will align us, that will teach us all things. He said it's going to teach us all things. Things we don't know, things we don't know. It's going to teach us all things. That the spirit of God will teach us all things. The spirit of God will teach us all things. Say, Father, help us. Help me, Lord, to walk in the path of purity. Help me to walk in alignment to your will. Give me the grace to be like you, Jesus. Because until we realize our the efficacy of the of the of the Holy Spirit in our lives, until we realize that the essence, the the, the reason the Holy Spirit is there for us, then we understand the, the importance, the usefulness that we don't just live life the way we should live life, that we live life in alignment, in accordance to the will of the Father. Just few minutes, I want us to just please ask God for help. We all need God. We all need God in our lives. That Father, please help me, Lord, to be like you. That in any rest of my life that comes short of your will and your glory, that please have mercy. That let your will, let your glory, let the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross of Calvary have power, cleanse me from the inside out and purify me, Lord. That we answer, Lord, that the Holy Spirit be aligned our thought patterns. Align our thought patterns to your will, Lord Jesus Christ. That in any areas of our life that we've shifted, that we've shifted, that we've lost focus, that we've lost focus in you, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy and align our focus back to you. Father, you are focused, you are whole in all. I ask, Holy Spirit, help us, oh Lord. Give us a grace, Lord. Help us to be like you. Help us, Lord Jesus Christ. You are the Father, you are the Father, you are the Father, you are the all-sufficient and the Almighty God. There is none like thee, not that there's any beside you. Father, we ask, oh Lord, let the Holy Spirit quicken us, oh Lord. Let it help us, oh Lord, to be, to walk in the path of the deep, to walk, help us to walk in the path of purity. Father, give us the grace, Holy Spirit. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you so much. Thank you so much this morning. I just want to encourage us to please not give up on the Holy Spirit. Give Him access to your life. Every morning you wake up asking for help. Father, help me. Let the Holy Spirit should direct my path today. It's not easy. There are a lot of people that walk the same path you walk. A lot of people that you know that 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 that, that do the same thing you do. But today it's not because they have all you know they are righteous. It's not because they have everything. It's because of the glory of God, the grace of God that is sufficient for you. And we need to keep asking for the grace that God let your grace overshadow me. That let your grace walk beside me. Let your grace walk ahead of me. Let your grace walk you know behind me. Because when you have the grace of God upon our life, everything becomes so easy. 
everything becomes so easy. It's a grace. It's a grace we need to rise. It's a grace we need to shine. It's a grace we need that God helped us. And I pray Almighty God will help us and give us a grace to walk in purity, to walk in alignment and accordance to His will. In the name of Jesus. Thank you so much this morning. And I pray God Almighty will keep aligning us to His will and to His glory. Um, also, please have mercy. I, I also want to apologize to us all again. Please, please, I'm, I'm sorry I've not really kept in touch uh, regards this whole thing, podcasting. And I'm sorry about that. Uh, but I promise that um, I'm back and better right now. And um, of course, the only thing we can always do is to get better, you know, keep improving day after day. So thank you so much. And um, do have a very fantastic uh, Friday. And yet, over a weekend so ensure you ensure you um, take out time to smile take out time to be happy take out time to uh, fellowship with the holy spirit and let god align you and lie your thoughts and i pray almighty god will keep giving us a grace to walk in his path thank you so much thank you so much uh thank you jesus jesus
five minutes, we're also going to pray.
Is the, is the is the comp, is the prom, is the parent.
Why many slaves? The enemy did what? The enemy came. Mm -hmm. We have to wait until we are asleep, until we are slumbering. Come together. We have to wait. What about Proverbs? Proverbs 6 4. Amen. Give no sleep to your eye or slumber to your eyelid. I want someone from another translation to get that one.
just so foggy, you can't seem to connect, everybody is, it is not the presence of God is here. It's as if it's only you that you are not feeling it. It's not such a life that's a nature of God. God is touching everybody, people are getting people are so blessed by the situation, but your mind is just so foggy, distracted. It's normal. It's interesting. Those spiritual statements are not alive with things around you. Alright? It's forgiveness. Hallelujah. Let's go. Another sign is manifesting carnality without shame. That's another sign of spiritual struggle. Manifesting carnality without shame. You just talk, 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 nothing occurs to you in that. Thank you. 
So he never said anything about them or to them till the angels came. And by the time the angels came, he looked like a comedian. Ah. So you are Christian. Really? <laughs> so you know this man is, is, is abominable. That man has been a spiritual scholar. So because of that, he has lost his saltiness. One of the dangers of spiritual scholar is that he makes people lose their saltiness. Areas that you have been a savior. You have been a savior to those people that day. But because he has always been a savior, he has lost his saltiness. Okay. So now let's move on to, from the beginning, let's move to Jonah chapter 1, 5 to 6. Another person is going to go to Ezekiel 33, 6 to 7. Ezekiel 33, 6 to 7. Jonah 1, 5 to 6. Ezekiel 33, 6 to 7. If you are there, you are there. Encounters. Encounters. If you check your Bible, you go to 
That was when Jesus prayed. The fashion of the company has changed. The disciples were sleeping. He came to them and said, Guys, can't you watch with me? One hour. There was something Jesus was trying to do, and if you are familiar with the speakings of Jesus, if you are familiar with the life of Jesus, you will know something about God, something about deity, is that they, they compel your obedience first before they give you reasons why you are doing it. Alright? That's the faith work. He wants you to do it first before he doesn't even have to explain why you are doing it. So Jesus gave to this one and said, Guys, watch it with me one hour. They went back to sleep here, they sleep, and me and it. They went back to sleep. By the time they woke up, they had missed like 80% of an encounter because they met Elijah and they met Moses beside Jesus. That's when Jesus says, Ah, Master, wow. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Let's build a tabernacle for Moses and Elijah. Ah. Before we meet, those two left. God, only Jesus knew the kind of encounter he wanted to bring them into on account of that moment. He was looking there, he was looking there. Just watch with me one hour. He knew the time those guys would come. Just watch with me, man. It means that like the danger of spiritual slumber is that there are some spiritual encounters that we missed. When the power awakens spiritually, when you are not connected to God, when you don't know what is happening in the spiritual, you are just living physical life, living natural life. That's the danger of natural life. You are just there, you are just like every other person. And the danger is that you miss encounters. And you see, people are great in this kingdom on the strength of encounters. On the strength of encounters. For Abraham to become who he became, he had a lot of encounters. Abraham could not play with encounters. That's why he went to, he was setting up encounters. Because he knew the mystery of encounters. Without encounters, there cannot be transformation, there cannot be greatness. So there are some encounters that God has put as certain seasons of our life, irrespective of our age. There are seasons of our lives. That if we are if we are spiritually asleep, encounters will be missed. We will not miss our encounters in Jesus' name. And I pray that any encounter we have ever missed in any phase of our life, God will bring them back in Jesus' name. Another danger of spiritual slumber is insensitivity to the Holy Spirit. Insensitivity to the Holy Spirit. You can also write down this other part. Another danger is the danger of missing the rapture. Luke 12, 27. Luke 12, 27. One of the dangers again of spiritual slumber is that the vessel can be used or possessed by darkness. Let me explain this. Let's only be able to look to Luke 22 3 for you. Luke 22 3. Another danger of spiritual sleep, spiritual slumber. Luke 22 3. Then entered Satan into Judas' surname, Iscariot, ah. being of the number of the twelve. Ah. Satan entered Judas. That guy was not allowed in the spirit. The spirit of greed and putting in his number. I was also seeing the process of spiritual slumber. was not allowed. So Satan was able to take it to his vessel. Who were the people that shouted, crucify Jesus, crucify Jesus, the Pharisees and the Pharisees, right? But later, when I was to Paul, said, Even the princes of this world are noble. They will not have 
It was because those people did not know what they were doing, and Jesus still said it. He said, forgive them. They didn't know what they are doing. They have been hijacked by the priests of this world because they are in spiritual slumber. So when a life is in spiritual slumber, there is demonic infiltration easy. So that is the hijacked such a person, use the person now, the only person. <laughs> Amen. That's not the thing that you I'm trying to make you very, very afraid of spiritual slumber. That people who are not going to sleep spiritually. Spiritual slumber, let me say, there is a good reason balanced and they are awake to God in the spirit. There is a very good reason. But there are good reasons. So let me just rush up for another session. Let's have a look to Acts chapter 20 verse 9 to 10. Acts 20 9 to 12. Our popular guy. That guy is very popular. Yes, 9 to 12. Whose beginning can be traced? 
those beginning and trace. What are the causes of spiritual trauma? Let somebody go to Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1 to 2. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1 to 2. Somebody else get checking with uh, Psalm 82. Or rather, get ready with Proverbs 28, 18. Isaiah 59, 1 to 2. If you are here, please go.
I'm praying God to not send us to that guy. Because the way that guy is, he's spiritual presently. And he's not so doing well. And that's why he's very spiritual. If he does well more than this, then this guy will do Let's do it like this. Let's do it spiritual. Let's do it in the age. So God is afraid of something. He knows too much comfort. He will make our life. He will not be like one of those people in Jesus' name. Because something, he must grow, right? We must be great. We must increase. Even in our substance, we must. We want to get to level that even they need fellowship. When they need in church, they just see our international scholars. Wow. There is a need in church. Why is that not international scholars? That's not supposed to be. We are supposed to increase on all sides. And you know what? We are going to do that option. It is. I will bless and your prayer and your honor. Is the Lord that teaches our hands to go, our fingers to bow to. He teaches our hands to make profits. So God is interested in our profits. Hallelujah. Amen. So, another cause. Another cause of spiritual slumber is overeating. Over 23 21. I want to know if you Over 23 21. Overeating. You see, when you stop your stomach too much with food, eh? you won't feel spirit movements. Or speed activity. You won't, you won't feel so calm. Just finish it and the next thing is that everyone is not Amen. You can't pray. You can't even you pray. You put the best thing on your face. Wow. Amen. I don't want to do it. At the end of the at the beginning of the meeting. At the beginning of the meeting. Oh, before you sleep, it's the bar. Amen. So there are other other causes. Other causes. Next time, when the time has changed, when you give me one hour. Give me one hour. He said the meeting is one hour. I don't know what he said. I would have to shut up. I don't want to let you go. Hallelujah. Amen. The team comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And for those who want more points under the process, there is a mistaken priority, most contacts are still, there's bewitchment, there's wrong relationship, there's wrong relationship. Okay, let's just go to the way out. The way out of confession and repentance. Revelation 2, 4 to 5. Confession and repentance. Number two, pray for personal revival. Pray for personal revival. Psalm 85, verse 6. Pray for personal revival. Another point is maintain the fabric prayer life. That's the third point. Maintain the fabric prayer life. Number four, the word of God can also bring up a spiritual slumber that will bring to the church spiritual slumber. Joshua 8. This book of the Lord shall not be the mouth, but shall be taken every day and night. Thou shalt not be able to avoid to what you do today. Then shall thou make the word of God to the church and have resources. So the word of God. The next thing is portion things of the Spirit. After that, the right hand thing. The right hand thing. And that means the way out is habit of fasting. And habit of fasting. Relationship with the Holy Spirit. John 63. Denying worldly loss and pursuits. Titus 11. Denying worldly loss and pursuits. And the last one that we give here because of our time is embracing spiritual maturity. The more you 
we can bring spiritual maturity and to grow and to